Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. An Egyptian Hornet by Algernon Blackwood. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read for you by Chiquito Crasto. An Egyptian Hornet The word has an angry, malignant sound that brings the idea of attack vividly into the mind. There is a vicious sting about it somewhere. Even a foreigner, ignorant of the meaning, must feel it. A hornet is wicked. It darts and stabs, it pierces aiming without provocation for the face and eyes. The name suggests a metallic droning of evil wings, fierce flight, and poisonous assault. Though black and yellow, it sounds scarlet. There is blood in it, a striped tiger of the air in concentrated form. There is no escape if it attacks. In Egypt... An ordinary bee is the size of an English hornet, but the Egyptian hornet is enormous. It is truly monstrous, an ominous dying terror. It shares that universal quality of the land of the Sphinx and Pyramids, great size. It is a formidable insect, worse than scorpion or tarantula. The Reverend James Milligan, meeting one for the first time, realized the meaning of another word as well a word he used prolifically in his eloquent sermons. Devil One morning in April, when the heat began to bring the insects out, 
he rose as usual betimes and went across the wide stone corridor to his bath the desert already glared in through the open windows the heat would be afflicting later in the day but at this early hour the cool north wind blew pleasantly down the hotel passages it was sunday and at half-past eight o'clock he would appear to conduct the morning service for the english visitors the floor of the passageway was cold beneath his feet in their thin native slippers of bright yellow he was neither young nor old his salary was comfortable he had a competency of his own without wife or children to absorb it the dry climate had been recommended to him and the big hotel took him in for next to nothing and he was thoroughly pleased with himself for he was a sleek vain pompous well-advertised personality but mean as a rat no worries of any kind were on his mind as carrying sponge and towel scented soap and a bottle of scrubs ammonia he travelled amiably across the deserted shining corridor to the bathroom and nothing went wrong with the reverend james milligan until he opened the door and his eye fell upon a dark suspicious-looking object clinging to the window-pane in front of him and even then at first he felt no anxiety or alarm but merely a natural curiosity to know exactly what it was this little clot of an odd-shaped elongated thing that stuck there on the wooden framework six feet before his aquiline nose he went straight up to it to see then stopped dead his heart gave a distinct unclerical leap his lips formed themselves into unregenerate shape he gasped good god what is it for something unholy something wicked as a secret sin stuck there before his eyes in the patch of blazing sunshine he caught his breath for a moment he was unable to move as though the sight half fascinated him then cautiously and very slowly stealthily in fact he withdrew towards the door he had just entered fearful of making the smallest sound he retraced his step on tiptoe his yellow slippers shuffled his dry sponge fell and bounded till it settled rolling close beneath the horribly attractive object facing him from the safety of the open door with ample space for retreat behind him he paused and stared his entire being focused itself in his eyes it was a hornet that he saw it hung there motionless and threatening between him and the bathroom door and at first he merely exclaimed below his breath good god it's an egyptian hornet being a man with a reputation for decided action however he soon recovered himself he was well schooled in self-control when people left his church at the beginning of the sermon no muscle in his face betrayed the wounded vanity and annoyance that burned deep in his heart but a hornet sitting directly in his path was a very different matter he realized in a flash that he was poorly clothed in a word that he was practically half naked from a distance he examined this intrusion of the devil it was calm and very still it was wonderfully made both before and behind its wings were folded upon its terrible body long sinuous things pointed like temptation barbed as well stuck out of it there was poison and yet grace 
in its exquisite presentment its shiny black was beautiful and the yellow stripes upon its sleek curved abdomen were like the gleaming ornaments upon some feminine body of the seductive world he preached against almost he saw an abandoned dancer on the stage and then swiftly in his impressionable soul the simile changed and he saw instead more blunt and aggressive forms of destruction the well-filled body tapering to a horrid point reminded him of those perfect engines of death that reduce hundreds to annihilation unawares torpedoes shells projectiles crammed with secret desolating powers its wings its awful quiet head its delicate slim waist its stripes of brilliant saffron all these seemed the concentrated prototype of abominations made cleverly by the brain of man and beautifully painted to disguise their invisible freight of cruel death bah he exclaimed ashamed of his prolific imagination it's only a hornet after all an insect and he contrived a hurried careful plan he aimed a towel at it rolled up into a ball but did not throw it he might miss he remembered that his ankles were unprotected instead he paused again examining the black and yellow object in safe retirement near the door as one day he hoped to watch the world in leisurely retirement in the country it did not move it was fixed and terrible it made no sound its wings were folded not even the black antennae blunt at the tips like clubs showed the least stir or tremble it breathed however he watched the rise and fall of the evil body it breathed air in and out as he himself did the creature he realized had lungs and heart and organs it had a brain its mind was active all this time it knew it was being watched it merely waited any second with a whiz of fury and with perfect accuracy of aim it might dart at him and strike if he threw the towel and missed it certainly would there were other occupants of the corridor however and a sound of steps approaching gave him the decision to act he would lose his bath if he hesitated much longer he felt ashamed of his timidity though pusillanimity was the word thought selected owing to the pulpit vocabulary it was his habit to prefer he went with extreme caution towards the bathroom door passing the point of danger so close that his skin turned hot and cold with one foot gingerly extended he recovered his sponge the hornet did not move a muscle but it had seen him pass it merely waited all dangerous insects had that trick it knew quite well he was inside it knew quite well he must come out a few minutes later it also knew quite well that he was naked once inside the little room he closed the door with exceeding gentleness lest the vibration might stir the fearful insect to attack the bath was already filled and he plunged to his neck with a feeling of comparative security a window into the outside passage he also closed so that nothing could possibly come in and steam soon charged the air and left its blurred deposit on the glass for 10 minutes he could enjoy himself and pretend that he was safe 
for ten minutes he did so he behaved carelessly as though nothing mattered and as though all the courage in the world were his he splashed and soaped and sponged making a lot of reckless noise he got up and dried himself slowly the steam subsided the air grew clearer he put on dressing gown and slippers it was time to go out if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again juvederm volux xc is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist visit juvederm.com that's j u v e d e r m.com not for people with severe allergic reactions allergies to lidocaine or the proteins used in juvederm common side effects include injection site redness swelling pain tenderness firmness lumps bumps bruising discoloration or itching there's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities blindness stroke temporary scabs or scarring talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Unable to devise any further reason for delay, he opened the door softly half an inch peeped out and instantly closed it again with a resounding bang he had heard a drone of wings the insect had left its perch and now buzzed upon the floor directly in his path the air seemed full of stings he felt stabs all over him his unprotected portions winced with the expectancy of pain the beast knew he was coming out and was waiting for him in that brief instant he had felt its sting all over him on his unprotected ankles on his back his neck his cheeks in his eyes and on the bald clearing that adorned his anglican head through the closed door he heard the ominous dull murmur of his striped adversary as it beat its angry wings its oiled and wicked sting shot in and out with fury its deft legs worked he saw its tiny waist already writhing with the lust of battle ah that tiny waist a moment's steady nerve and he could have severed that cunning body from the directing brain with one swift well-directed thrust but his nerve had utterly deserted him human motives even in the professedly holy are an involved affair at any time just now in the reverend james milligan they were inextricably mixed he claims this explanation at any rate in excuse of his abominable subsequent behavior for exactly at this moment when he had decided to admit cowardice by ringing for the arab servant a step was audible in the corridor outside and courage came with it into his disreputable heart it was the step of the man he cordially disapproved of using the pulpit version of 
hated and despised. He had overstayed his time, and the bath was in demand by Mr. Mullins. Mr. Mullins invariably followed him at seven-thirty. It was now a quarter to eight, and Mr. Mullins was a wretched drinking man, a sot. In a flash the plan was conceived and put into execution. The temptation, of course, was of the devil. Mr. Milligan hid the motive from himself, pretending he hardly recognized it. The plan was what men call a dirty trick. It was also irresistibly seductive. He opened the door, stepped boldly, nose in the air, right over the hideous insect on the floor, and fairly pranced into the outer passage. The brief transit brought a hundred horrible sensations, that the hornet would rise and sting his leg, that it would cling to his dressing-gown and stab his spine, that he would step upon it and die like Achilles of a heel exposed. But with these, and conquering them, was another stronger emotion that robbed the lesser terrors of their potency, that Mr. Mullins would run precisely the same risks five seconds later, unprepared. He heard the gloating insect buzz and scratch the oilcloth, but it was behind him. He was safe. "'Good morning to you, Mr. Mullins,' he observed with a gracious smile. "'I trust I have not kept you waiting.' "'Morning,' grunted Mullins sourly in reply, as he passed him with a distinctly hostile and contemptuous air. For Mullins, though depraved, perhaps was an honest man, abhorring Parsons and making no secret of his opinions, whence the bitter feeling. All men, except those very big ones who are supermen, have something astonishingly despicable in them. The despicable thing in Milligan came uppermost now. He fairly chuckled. He met the snub with a calm, forgiving smile, and continued his shambling gait with what dignity he could towards his bedroom opposite. Then he turned his head to see. His enemy would meet an infuriated hornet, an Egyptian hornet, and might not notice it. He might step on it. He might not. But he was bound to disturb it and rouse it to attack. The chances were enormously on the clerical side, and its sting meant death. "'May God forgive me,' ran subconsciously through his mind, and side by side with the repentant prayer ran also a recognition of the tempter's eternal skill. I hope the devil it will sting him. It happened very quickly. The Reverend James Milligan lingered a moment by his door to watch. He saw Mullins, the disgusting Mullins, step blithely into the bathroom passage. He saw him pause, shrink back, and raise his arm to protect his face. He heard him swear aloud. What's the damn thing doing there? Have I really got him again? And then he heard him laugh, a hearty, guffawing laugh of genuine relief. It's real. The moment of revulsion was overwhelming. It filled the churchly heart with anguish and bitter disappointment. For a space he hated the whole race of men. For the instant Mr. Mullins realized that the insect was not a fiery illusion of his disordered nerves, he went forward without the smallest hesitation. With his towel he knocked down the flying terror. Then he stooped, 
he gathered up the venomous thing his well-aimed blow had stricken so easily to the floor he advanced with it held at arm's length to the window he tossed it out carelessly the egyptian hornet flew away uninjured and mr mullins the mr mullins who drank gave nothing to the church attended no services hated parsons and proclaimed the fact with enthusiasm this same mr mullins went to his unearned bath without a scratch but first he saw his enemy standing in the doorway across the passage watching him and understood that was the awful part of it mullins would make a story of it and the story would go the round of the hotel the reverend james milligan however proved that his reputation for self-control was not undeserved he conducted morning service half an hour later with an expression of peace upon his handsome face he conquered all outward sign of inward spiritual vexation the wicked he consoled himself ever flourished like green bay trees it was notorious that the righteous never had any luck at all that was bad enough but what was worse and the reverend james milligan remembered for very long was the superior ease with which mullins had relegated both himself and hornet to the same level of comparative insignificance mullins ignored them both which proved that he thought himself superior infinitely worse than the sting of any hornet in the world he really was superior end of an egyptian hornet by algernon blackwood read for you by chiquito crasto birmingham alabama